Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. Now, in 129, the next day, he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. And he said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. Everybody, Jesus as the sacrificial Lamb of God, is one of my very favorite physical images. Um, we have lambs all over the stuff up here. The fall of the stuff in the shadow has the lamb of God on And the theme of the lamb runs through the whole life from Abraham and Isaac to Moses and the Passover. We heard the reason of Passover this morning uh, to the sacrifices to the crucifixion of Christ. Uh, at the time, to the land of God in Revelation, who is the land of the flame, who is the foundation of the world. And yet it's a lot. He died, yet he lived. That's Christ. And so, the finish of the land is out. And we see John, who is baptizing the people of Israel, calling them to repentance, calling them and warning them that the kingdom is at the end. And I always love talking about John. You guys, this is a full picture of John looking crazy, living in the desert, open water, and he came here this morning to live like him, looking loud and dirty and crazy looking. Alright? And so check him out on our iPhones if you're not around. Because I love talking about John. John is a prophet telling the last of the prophets of the Old Covenant. And he is the forerunner of the new covenant who foretells Christ. And he sees Christ and he says, Behold, the Lamb of God. Now, as I pray about this passage this week, and then because I was still stuck on the last week, I was in the past sometimes, I figured out the epiphany. And last week I talked about the epiphany Christ's manifestation is revealed. I talked about it as the illumination for enlightenment to know who Christ is in the events of the epiphany and transformation. God offers us transformation. Christ takes down into the water, transforms the water, and now he's in baptism, which is all regeneration, the beginning of transformation. And so as I prayed about this history, I saw that same stuff. I don't know whether that's right or wrong, but that's what you're going to get a little bit of this morning. Those screens were still kind of on my heart, and so we talked about that a little bit. First of all, we have to encounter with John, and what we see is the manifestation of Christ as the Messiah. In fact, the phrase jumps out to me that has never really jumped out to me in the series before, and I love when that happens. So, John 131. John says, I myself did not know him, but for this purpose I came baptizing with water that he might be revealed to Israel. John says, my ministry exists. The reason I came baptizing was so that he would be revealed. And that phrase, be revealed, manifestation, jumped out. The good God on him, that right? Be revealed through John. Ministry, right? And then we talked about last week that when the Magi comes, it's about Christ's revelation. 
Revelation to the Gentiles, to the nation, did John said these times specifically that Christ would be revealed to Israel. And we see in this reading the beginning of that because uh, we have to follow the first disciple. And so here John has, John is coming and he's preaching the kingdom of God and repentance. He got the John has, disciples. People who are following him, listening, we know that in several places in the gospel that John had disciples. In fact, when Jesus asked about that, and you know, John taught his disciples the fact. This is what God taught his disciples. He had gotten the dog back and he started to anything. And so, here John is, and he points to Jesus as the Lamb of God. And his disciples are done to teach them a prayer to them, and they say, Oh, that's not. We should probably go follow him, right? And so we have St. Andrew and St. Philip, two of his disciples, who then became following Jesus. St. Andrew is the brother of Simon Peter, and so he goes to tell Peter, hey, he's found the Messiah. So right here, this is the beginning of the revelation of Christ to Israel in the people of this time. The rest of Israel has no doubt of that, and won't be at all, but this is the beginning. And in fact, this is directly from the prophecies about Korah in Isaiah chapter 40. It says, The voice cries in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight the desert a highway for our God. Every mountain should be lifted up, and every mountain hill be made low. The unfit ground shall become low, and the rough places of the plain shall be put on the pit. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all the flesh shall be together to the mount of the Lord and spoken. St. John has always been held by the church to be the fulfillment of that prophecy of the one who would come to declare the way of the Lord, that the Lord is coming. And so the Easter church is often heard to be called St. John the Baptist, and the Easter church they call St. John the Lord, right? Both come before Christ, the plan that He had come. And so we see when, when John sees Christ and points in, behold the Lamb of God, the revealing of God's incarnation. The second thing we see here is this idea again of illumination. I have my brother that great about this. Because John says that he is actually given the gift of illumination to recognize Christ. In uh, verse 32 and 33, it says, The Islamic will listen. I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. So again, I agree. You'll take a look at the icon, you'll see coming down from heaven. The Holy Spirit in a dove resting upon Christ. John sees that and says, This is the one. This is the Messiah. He receives the gift of illumination. He recognizes the Holy Spirit and he is enlightened. And he says, This came from the Father. I also find it interesting. John says, I did not know this. Well, pay attention to Sunday. Stay down the back. Is related to Christ, he's his cousin. And so John says, I did not know him. 
and pay attention during Advent, Mary goes and lives to Elizabeth, the first pregnant, and, and what happens to Elizabeth? The child in her womb, right, recognizes the presence of God. So here's John is, and he doesn't really know yet that Jesus is the Messiah. But when he's baptized him, and the Spirit comes down upon him, now he sees Jesus for who he truly is. He's not merely a teacher, he's not merely a prophet, he is in fact the Son of God. And so there's lots of talk in the world about Jesus, but people know about Jesus. But a lot of people don't know Jesus as he is. They are in life, they don't have the Holy Spirit. We believe that the Holy Spirit is in the job which teaches us the meaning of the scripture, which helps us to recognize the trust in the scriptures we know as the Son of God. That same gift that St. John the Baptist received, we also need to receive. That we receive it in baptism, and we need to continue to receive it so that God will be revealed to us and that we will recognize it. And the church teaches us that it does not call us that we will be illuminated and by God's word and sacrament. God has revealed to us. So if they come from the Bible, so we pray that we will be one. And then finally, we have transformation. That John is not only expecting us, but the question is coming up. It says in John 134, and I have seen and had borne witness that this is the Son of God. We saw on Epiphany that Jesus transformed the water and enables the water to transform our flesh. And Jesus being the Son of God, again, we are reminded this is our transformation. Christ comes as our Savior not merely as a man, not merely as a lamb, but a lamb who is slain and yet lived. Jesus said in the beginning of Revelation, I'm the Alpha and the Omega. You know, he is God and he is original. He is life through his death. So last week, I journeyed with the man down uh, and talked about Christ and the revelation of the Gentiles. This week, we go with one to take down the Baptist and see Christ revealed to Israel, naming the people of the apostles. We received illumination last week of who Christ was and that's who we were reminded that John is the illumination of Christ. And as John was transformed and recognized as Christ, so we pray that he's also be transformed and recognized as Christ. Almighty God, whose Son of our Savior Jesus Christ is the light of the world, grant it worshipfully, agreement by your word and sacrament, and shine with the grace that he may be known, worshiped, and obeyed to the ends of the earth. For Jesus Christ, our Lord.